Welcome back to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. I'm your host, Jalen Bowden, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Today, we're wrapping up our month-long series on life questions, where we've been learning from some of the most powerful questions of faith that Graham has spent over four decades exploring with the Lord. I mean, this is truly transformative thinking, where we're learning what it means to put on the mind of Christ and see things from a much clearer perspective. And although this series is coming to a close, we know that asking brilliant questions is a great place to start a conversation when you want to go deeper. So if you're looking for even more questions to engage with, go ahead and check out the link in the description of today's episode, and I hope you'll find some new avenues there to adventure with the Lord. Now, in today's teaching, we're asking the question, What does it mean to dream with God? And the beautiful part of what Graham is about to share is the idea that God actually dreams about us. Let's hear a bit more about this as we learn that our dreams are initiated by God. This week, we're going to look at what it means to dream with God. And in this context, we're not talking about dreams of the night or daydreams. We're talking about dreaming in the context of hope and imagination. Hope is a glorious expectation of something wonderful occurring because of who God is. Now, God wants you to have brilliant dreams about life with Him and who you are becoming in Christ. He wants to move you out of the realm of the practical and logical and into the territory of creativity imagination, and dreaming of what is possible because Christ lives in you. So the first key in dreaming with God is we don't initiate our dreams with God. He does. And as we've talked about this before, God is always the initiator of our spirituality and we are the responders. The classic example is 1 John 4, 19. We love him because, you got it, he first loved us. God loves us first, and we respond to that love by receiving it and living in it. And it's the same with dreams. Our first question is always, Lord, what are you dreaming about me? What's in your heart? Are you surprised that God dreams about your life? But why would he not? Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. He has a passionate hope and dreams about who you are and who you are becoming in Christ. That means he sees an outcome for you that is brilliant and abundant. His dreams are his reality. And as a dear friend of mine used to say, God sees you in the future and you look much better than you look right now. God's dreams about you are not random or general. They're very specific in who he sees you becoming in your character and in your destiny. No matter the type of circumstance you're facing, again, Take time to worship, give thanks, and praise. And then ask him what he's dreaming about you. 
ask to see what he sees. And when it begins to unfold, ask him how you get from where you are today to where he sees you in the future. So take time to envision that future together. What is the development that will be needed to turn those dreams into a reality? You get loads of questions to ask. Is there any practical training involved? Are there areas of character development that will need to occur in you? Ask how he sees those things happening for you. Sometimes your current situation is all a part of that dream unfolding. So don't limit your dreams to what is possible. Immerse yourself in his perspective of all your ongoing possibilities, knowing that some of them may well be impossible for you right now. Because the dreams he has for you will always be bigger than you are presently. That's because God values the upgrades in relationship with him that those dreams will require. God loves walking with you through the whole process of development that, that happened because now you've got a dream about yourself. Everything's relational with him including the manifestations of your dreams. He wants you to dream at the level that he does. And he will teach you how to dream his dreams of majesty, fullness, and abundance. Whoever humbles himself as this child will be the greatest in the kingdom. So life in the kingdom is about what? It's about becoming a much-loved child in your spirit and growing that into a place of maturity. All your life you're meant to have a trust in the unchanging nature of God and on top of that develop a simple faith in the Lord that can't be swayed by events and circumstances around you. When Jesus put that child in their midst he was pointing to that child and saying this is the beginning of greatness that you have to become like this child in attitude, in approach, in thinking, in dreaming, and in creative imagination. I remember staying with a friend and um, just really enjoying being an uncle to his kids. And he had two children, Sarah and Aaron, were on a play day. And, and Aaron is chasing Sarah. She's holding this princess in her hand because that's who she is. And he's holding a dragon in her hand because that's who he is. And so he's chasing her around. And the whole point is that uh, the, the, the princess is going to get eaten by this dragon. And just when he backs her into a corner and, uh, and, and the, the dragon's about to swoop, she's going, no, don't eat me, don't eat me. And then from behind his back, he brings this helicopter and he smashes the dragon out of his hand and he saves her and she hugs him and they both walk out of the room. <laughs> I'm stood there and I'm looking at my friend and he's going, you know, well, that's it. A dragon and a princess, I understand, but a helicopter in the same scene? Huh. But you know what? They were just dreaming and playing. <laughs> it's not logical, it's not rational, it's not reasonable. But then God didn't invent those things. We invented those things of ways to, uh, to try to interpret the world around us. 
One of the things I want from this session is for you to feel unbound and unfettered from logical, rational ways of being with God and dreaming with Him. Now, I like logic, reason, and rationale. It certainly has its place in the world. But it doesn't have the same impact in the kingdom, not in the way that creative thinking does. If you're going to dream with God, you're going to need to become the much-loved child that you are. And that means to think with the creativity and limitless possibilities of a child and trust that God holds all the pieces to your story that you don't see yet. Thank you.